0: Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com/sme today. Again, agorapulse.com/sme.
1: Welcome to the Social Media
0: Marketing Talk Show. Your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. This is a production of Social Media Examiner. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host today is Kim Reynolds. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We cover the social media news that broke in the last few days. We've got a great show. On today's show, we're going to explore... New Facebook stories features that are rolling out. We've actually got some really cool new Facebook stories stats that I think some of you are going to get your mind blown by. We're going to talk about YouTube music. We're going to talk about YouTube premium taking over from where YouTube red left off and more breaking social media marketing news of the week. We'd love for you to join us live every Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or listen to this as a podcast. If you're not already, it drops every Monday. Join us. Go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. So let's get into this. I teased just a second ago that there was these mind-blowing Facebook stories stats. This actually dropped just yesterday. It has been reported that Facebook Stories is at the mark of having 150 million daily active users. Now, you may not know the importance of that stat, but I'm going to put it in context. So, as of November 2017, Instagram Stories, which has been out for a lot longer, was at the 300 million daily active users stat. So, Facebook Stories right now is at The halfway mark, although I'm sure that since the last six months, November was six months ago, November 2017, Instagram stories has grown greater than 300 million daily active users. But there's one other stat that I think is very important here, which is that (laughs) as of May right now, where we are, which is even with that Facebook stories, 150 million daily active users, Mark, Snapchat The whole Snapchat app is at the mark of having 191 million daily active users. So right now, as of (laughs) this recording, Facebook stories is only about 41 million daily active users shy of where the entire Snapchat app is. What do you think about this? I think that you sound really happy about that. <laughs> I, I I do. I, I, oh, I think snap. it's I don't. Yeah. Oh, snap. No. Oh, poor. <laughs> oh, poor snap is what we should be saying. No. I think it's less excitement as much as it is just the realization that Facebook stories, though, I don't personally use it. A lot of people mm-hmm. are. Apparently, there's a lot oh, more yeah. people out there who are covert Facebook stories users that I just didn't know about it. And I think a lot of people out there and even marketers were not aware of. So,
1: yeah, well, you know, is, you know why a part of it is, is Facebook. Facebook has made it so easy for people to, you know, like when you go to post, you want to push this to your story, too. Yes, And so they've made it super easy to do. You know, the stat that I would love to know is Facebook has taken, you know, this certain amount of time to get to this many users, with stories, I'd like to know how that compares to how long it took Instagram to get to that many users' stories. Yeah, like that and, would be an interesting comparison.
0: Yeah, I, 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 you know what, I think if I remember correctly, that 150 million daily active users mark for Instagram was somewhere in the realm of a year, year and a half, or so. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, but I'm I'm not entirely sure on that. But again, I think that's about the range of time. Uh, I know we were doing the show at that point. I know we reported on it. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, then 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 it would seem that Facebook stories is growing faster than even Instagram stories did.
0: Potentially, again, not everybody even had it at first. It was something that kind of rolled right. out yeah. over time. So, yeah. But all that said that, you know, all these stats Setting up context for now breaking this news to you, which is right. that Facebook, again, has reason. They have the stats. They are going by the data. They have reason to believe that they should be doubling down and adding more to Facebook stories to make people interested and uh, use them more. So there's three new features. One is a uh, is being tested. The others are, well, they're all being tested, but they, they have said they're all rolling out. So let's get into what these features are. First and foremost, uh, this one's interesting. They're giving us the ability to save our photos and our videos directly into a facebook cloud now they don't really go into much more about what this facebook cloud is but apparently it's going to be this way that instead of you know when, when we cre- in other words when you create an image or a video inside of the facebook camera in your facebook app it's going to then say be able to save it inside of your facebook uh app and facebook cloud instead of having to download it to your phone. So it's going to be saving you space. It's going to sync across devices, apparently, and be accessible that way. So I I don't know that I personally need this feature. This seems like a little bit of a uh, a Google Photos kind of uh, play here. I don't know. What do you think, Kim?
1: Well, you know, the when when I first heard about the cloud saving stuff in the cloud, I thought, wait a minute, everyone's up in arms about their privacy and, and Facebook having access to all their information and now now they want to save stuff in the cloud for us. I'm like, <laughs> no, no thanks.
0: Yeah. So So this- But maybe I'm well, yeah. and, and they say also, and, and they kind of hint at this, especially in the fact that these three features are being tested in India and then rolling out to the rest of the world shortly thereafter, um, that it's for places where the Internet isn't going to necessarily be super fast or your devices don't have lots of storage. So they, they kind of yeah. make that, that caveat to that. So that's the first feature. The second feature is this option to share audio posts. Actually, since we've got a screenshot, let's switch this. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the archiving feature. And and I don't think of it – I think archiving is the wrong word here. I think of this actually as a uh, featured favorites, much like mm-hmm. um, the, the yeah. Instagram. Instagram already has this, in other words. Uh, it's actually displayed a little bit differently, uh, as we're seeing um, in Facebook – you will now be able to in Facebook stories, I should say, you will now be able to have much like on Instagram, you will do a Facebook story and say, you know what? That's a that's a really great story. I want to keep that one for longer than 24 hours. In fact, I want to keep that as part of my my uh, my archive, my profile. I want to feature that as a a key piece of media that showcases who I am and who I am creatively and all those other good things that we want to say about how we're using social media. Um but it's different because it shows up, uh, ironically, more like Snapchat does with those uh, taller, more vertical uh, images. You know, when you go into Snapchat discovery and you're looking at all the different media pieces in there, it looks a lot more like that than it does the circles that are on your profile that you can do this exact same thing basically with uh, over on Instagram. Right. So, yeah. It's interesting to see this. I I am not. I I think it's pretty cool. I think it's interesting. Again, uh, being able to uh, archive or feature specific stories uh, on Instagram is actually really interesting. So,
1: yeah. So just so that I can understand this better. (laughs) So is our stories that we archive and feature, are they going to show up on our Facebook profile? Like, is there going to be a new little section that says Kim's stories?
0: Yeah. Um, So people
1: can look at featured stories.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They say that, um, in, in the same way you can save those photos and videos, um, and, and have them, you know, from your stories and, and save them similarly to Instagram stories. It doesn't give us much more detail about where yeah. exactly that's going to show up in some of the promotional images they show. Like, again, they show right here at the top and front page of um, the, the, the Facebook app. And, the, and this is definitely an Android version. Um, yeah, it's right there where you would start typing, you know, what's on your mind. Your oh. stories are right there. So I don't know if that's in the news feed for everyone else, but, you know, there's probably a place where when you when they go to your profile, they see prominently your stories, much like how, especially since they're describing this as being very similar to the archiving feature on Instagram stories and that those those live right on your profile. I would think these are going to do the exact same thing.
1: Right. Because, you know, we we have that featured photo section and featured video section on our Facebook. Most people don't, I think, even use it. Not for personal.
0: Yeah. So I I would think, yeah, I would think there's going to be a featured uh, stories section right there in your Facebook profile. So, and and again, I'm assuming since Facebook stories is on mobile and desktop, you're going to be able to see that on the profile in both those modalities as well. So. Go. Oh, good
1: work, good work, Eric. <laughs>
0: Thank you. So, You're to welcome. to go into another modality, <laughs> um, another <laughs> type of content that actually they're rolling out the option to do stories with is audio posts. And yes, you heard me right. See what I did there. It's yeah. Yeah. I, I think this is great because sometimes you're not camera ready or you don't want to be and you just want mm-hmm. to have it be an audio post. Well, uh I, you know, I would love to do that. I think this is great. I I mean this you know, I we're we're a little bit similar or we're we're a little bit um uh familiar with the, the app Anchor. Uh Anchor has moved from being short snippets of audio to being um having the ambitions of trying to be a full-fledged mobile podcasting app. This gets Mm -hmm. back to the roots of Anchor, which was the ability to create short snippets of audio and then share them with the world. Well, the ability to do that inside of Facebook stories is, I think, pretty cool. Uh, I really like – now, yes, this one, truthfully, I am excited about. This this is one where I'm like, hey, I'd love to be able to hit record – Say a few snippets that I think is pretty cool and then leave it leave it be and, you know, slap some stickers, maybe dancing gifts or whatever while I'm talking. I don't know. I'm just making this up as I go. But I think this is actually a pretty cool idea. There are different types of content that different people uh, take to creatively as well as consumptively. And so audio, video, text, visuals. Again, there you go. So to be able to add this to the mix, what do you think?
1: Um, I think it's great because I have a whole bunch of knock-knock jokes, so that will work out perfectly. And other than that, is there a time limit? Is it going to be the same, you know, 15 seconds or do they say I didn't see anything about um, any sort of time limit? So, I mean, if it's just 15 seconds, you're not going to have a lot to say in 15 seconds.
0: Well, but keep in mind uh, that you can say something for about 15 seconds. And then stop, and then record the next fifteen seconds, and it'll, ah. stream, you know, like I say a sentence for about fifteen seconds. Right now, that was probably about five or six, but you see what yeah. I'm saying, right? To be able sure. to that. you can and, do it
1: sequentially. Yeah, and there'll be an app for it. Next thing, there'll be an app just like for Instagram, breaking up videos into little chunks. Yeah. So pretty soon there'll be a whole long podcasts.
0: Yeah, they they didn't, and that's and that's and, and you know and and right there, there you go. Like I could pull out my phone and have it, uh, or, or I assume, well, no, I don't see the thing I don't see is an upload button for this audio section. You can do that no. with video. And I think you can do that with, with images, but there's no upload audio. If there was, I would pull out for sure, uh, you know, an audio clip from my podcast or this podcast, et cetera, and, and upload it, but they don't say well, They probably anything.
1: did that on purpose.
0: Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. But, um, they didn't say anything about lengthening the 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 duration of a clip, so I don't mm-hmm. know. They didn't they didn't make any intentional mention of that, so I assume they've not changed that length. So, but uh, yeah, some people are saying, "Oh no, Facebook taking over podcasting too?" Not likely. That's not really what the goal of this is. These are short, uh, you know consumable easy to consume you know little pockets of content and I don't think they're gonna do th- something here with long form content again I think that each story is essentially 15 seconds long and so you've got that to work with and you can do you know a couple of them but again you got to keep in mind drop-off happens as you keep going through them so there you yeah, go but Those- you could do some
1: create you could do some creative stuff with that oh, some oh, like how to's oh, for some- sure I mean I because, recipes or like cooking yeah i mean imagine
0: do doing audio commentary on a slideshow like first do sure. this. first do this 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 and this you know or, or first do this and this this is where you find it and have an image there in the story with even like sure. um you know uh, uh, uh t- 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 you've 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 um documented pointing an arrow to where it, they should be looking on whatever it is they should be doing the thing with and you're also speaking you know and then they mm-hmm. advanced to the next one and it's a different picture but it's still you talking over it giving that extra added amount of data so anyway i think i think this is a really cool idea i don't know i think a lot of people will i, I know i will actually probably see here's 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 what facebook has just done they've made me interested in using facebook stories for this for this piece alone
1: amazing
0: right and that's amazing i'm not a huge story person even on instagram but i would probably use it here in fact i wish they roll this out for instagram so there you go
1: they probably will
0: we'll see i mean i mean instagram's got all those other cool ones too so so with all these three things rolling out that they are testing in india first and roll and then they say they are planning on rolling this out for the rest of the world, shortly thereafter, uh, looks. I can look forward to this, and so can the rest of us. But this right. rolls on into our next piece of Facebook Stories information, which I think you're going to be a little more interested in, being in the marketing section of Social Media Examiner. Oh.
1: What this this is like the most not surprising news
0: right. ever. Right.
1: Not even remotely. Yeah, it's, it's not. So do I get to? Do I get to share it?
0: Break it. Break it out.
1: Okay. So Facebook is testing ads in Facebook stories. Oh my God. That's <laughs> shocking. So, um, so it's testing the first story ads in the U S Mexico and Brazil. And right now the ads are going to be kind of useless, um, five to 15 seconds that can be skipped. They won't have a call to action or a click through, but Facebook does plan to add those options in the coming months. But, um, it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of cool because now advertisers can take their Instagram story ads and also place them at this new placement of Facebook story ads or Facebook will automatically reformat a newsfeed ad with color match borders and text to the bottom, which that does not sound very attractive to Mm. me, but it's great that you can, you know, now there's more than one place to put a store of Instagram story ad. You can throw it up on Facebook stories. So, um, the other thing that they are going to do is give businesses more metrics on their stories performance. And I think they're just trying to convince us that this is worth our ad dollars. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not surprised, but I am excited.
0: I think this is going to be interesting, especially this aspect of if you're already doing Instagram stories, being able to automatically um, you know, bring those over. I think that's interesting. I don't know. Again, how that that reformat- reformatting a newsfeed ad is going to work necessarily. Although, again, it's almost like when you see non widescreen content on a television with uh, or, or when you see. Non widescreen content on a widescreen television and how they have those kind of blurred color bars that are kind of seeping out from the the left and right of the content that kind of matches it. I can kind of see that maybe, you know, if it's a square or if it's a vertical ad and it's then matching that color and kind of bleeding into the top and bottom a little bit just. But again, I don't right. know how effective that is versus natively create going ahead and creating uh, a brand new ad to be much more effective. So,
1: well, here's here's an example of an ad that was a news feed on the right. The so on the left, it looks like this is like a native story ad. And then on the right, here's an example. Um, and exactly right. The color kind of instead of being bleeding on the left and right, it's on top and bottom. And then they put the you know, either the text of the post here mm-hmm. or the newsfeed link description, one of them right there. So it, um, I still think that this is probably Facebook cherry picked a really nice ad yeah. to use as an example.
0: Well, and, it, and it's their ad cause it's, it's for Oculus go. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> it, it didn't look yeah. that bad though. I mean, to be, to be quite honest, it didn't look that bad. I didn't, really mind it but again like you said they did kind of cherry pick so uh, yeah. and again just as a reminder here's that stat you know facebook stories 150 million daily active and again snapchat 191 i wonder yeah, when, well, at what point will facebook stories it'll be later this year what point if it will facebook stories surpass snapchat
1: at what point will i stop being confused between Facebook stories and Facebook Messenger stories, I thought Messenger stories weren't even around anymore. Maybe I just ignore them. No,
0: they they are there. <laughs> I, huh. anyways, I won't go into. I'm
1: in Messenger, much. but I don't even see them anymore.
0: Yeah, I think huh. if you hide them enough, yeah. they they you don't end up seeing them anymore. So ah, actually, so speaking nice. of Messenger, more in this Facebook segment, let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what Facebook has just rolled out, which is a reporting tool for. Messenger. So I believe we also have some visuals for this. And yep. essentially what this is, I, I, when I first read this headline, I was like, oh, cool, analytics for Messenger. No, it's not. It's not yeah. a reporting tool in that sense. It is a reporting tool in the sense that you will now be able to report abuse and community standard violations directly from within a Messenger conversation. So – this fits right in with what they were talking about at F8 when they were talking about this being a one to one communication tool. And they obviously want to make it a safe place. So that's what they're doing. However, uh, when we were talking about this yesterday in yeah. our show prep meeting. I, I just I personally question how many people are out there that are interacting with people that they don't know well enough Uh, in Facebook messenger that they're needing to do this reporting. Now I'm not trying to make light of this situation whatsoever, but what I'm saying is, is I personally don't talk to people I don't know on Facebook messenger, or if it is somebody that I don't know, it goes into that. Uh, I forget what it's called again. It's that section of Facebook where it's, you know, it's a suggested, it's it's in holding pattern essentially.
1: Yeah. It doesn't go to my inbox. Correct. It's the, no, I can't think of it either. (laughs) either. I do it it
0: yesterday and then I, and I wrote it down and then I forgot.
1: No, no, no. Filtered, filtered requests. Yes.
0: It's filtered requests. So again, I'm then thinking, well, so, you know, I'm talking with family, I'm talking with friends, uh, but I guess there are people out there who are using messenger enough that this is a, this is a beneficial tool for them. So.
1: Well, it seems like it would be a beneficial tool for businesses, yeah, it's, I, I, you know, like more business accounts where you aren't like friends with people that like your page or, or want to send a message to your business.
0: Well, and okay. I again, when I think about Facebook Messenger in regards to business or specifically pages, I mean, we get a lot of spam for our page <laughs> for the social media examiner Facebook page. We do. We get a lot of spam, and I know it's spam because it's literally propaganda type um imagery that's been screenshotted from a phone and then sent to us and it's like it, it's not related to business it's not related to facebook it's not related to social media at all it's literally someone just trying to get some more eyes on their content and i'm just like right marcus spam sorry yep so so okay. but but it but again Not to belittle this, this is great. Facebook should be doing more of this, helping minimize these, you know, bad experiences that people are having with, you know, different variations that, uh, you know, violate the community standards for Facebook. So I'm glad, for one, that that they are adding this and they're adding this right now to iOS and Android versions of Messenger, and it's going to be available in over 50 languages. So good for them. Now, this next one. (laughs) <laughs> this next piece of information that Facebook came out with early this week. Uh, ah, I've forgotten sure. about this, and it just sparked it up again. Uh, they so Facebook has launched a quote youth portal. And they're calling this a, yeah. central, a central place for teens that features first-person accounts from teens all around the world. It's it's about showing teens um how to navigate social media and the internet and tips on how to manage and control their experience on Facebook. However, when you look at the imagery on this page, number one, talking about this age group or this age range and calling them youth is an immediate turnoff, yeah. not just for us adults yeah. who already say that, that Facebook's missing the mark here, branding wise and and PR wise, Um mm-hmm. that, that age group is going to be turned off by that. And and in fact, when you look at the imagery, it doesn't look like it's for teens, you know, people no. that are 13 through 18. It looks like it's prior to that. It looks like it's like fifth and sixth graders. Right. Like the imagery, it, yeah, I mean, it, it
1: looks like it's for kids. Absolutely. And it, it, it looks like something kids would make. Yeah. And, you know, what I don't get is. Facebook has Instagram. That's what all the kids want to use anyway. So why don't they just accept it and be happy instead of coming up with these, you know, Yeah, less than they're kind of lame. I,
0: I, I, uh, I, I thought it was a, a bit ironic. Uh, friend of the show here, uh, Brian Peters, who works over at Buffer. He had tweeted something out that he had been talking with uh, some eighth graders. In in a class and that the number of them said that the the number one social media platform for them right now was uh, Instagram and that the second one was Snapchat, but that it was on its way out and that way down like all the way at the bottom was Facebook and it was for old people. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know that even, again, with all that we just talked about with the growth of Facebook stories, that it's necessarily this age group that's using it. Uh, However, to flip this on its head and not sound super negative on this the whole way through, this is something that Facebook is doing in order to make sure that they cover themselves and that they they have – and it's also a definite – Don't get me wrong. It is a PR play through and through. They want to show parents that they are thinking of these things. I don't know how effective this is. That's uh, not necessarily, uh, again, in my opinion, something that's that's being pulled off here. I know you said your teens don't use Facebook and won't use Facebook. So, well, you're like,
1: hey, hey, you know, before the show, why don't you have your kids check out? I'm like, oh, my kids aren't on Facebook. <laughs> they are are on- you kidding
0: me? <laughs> that, and that right there I was like, oh, never mind. Your kids aren't even on Facebook. So and no, same with no. same with Jeff C. He, I was like, he's like, my kids don't use Facebook. They're on They're on no. Instagram and Snapchat. And that's it. And I'm like.
1: My, my kids deleted Snapchat. Wow. All, all three of my girls to Snapchat and my my fourteen year old son never had Snapchat. So um, yeah, they're just one hundred percent Instagram.
0: Wow. Yeah. So uh, again, this is uh, lots of changes, lots of landscape shifts that that are happening yeah. here. Um, again, I don't know that this is necessarily being effective. Uh, that you know, Facebook even got a lot of backlash, and I think this is uh, partly a a, a comeback from that when they released the Facebook messenger for kids uh, a few months ago or so now. And a lot of people are like, no, no social networking for kids, you know? So we'll see. Well, you
1: know, the the thing is, is I think Facebook actually with their kids messenger kind of, was on the right track in the sense that at least there were parental controls and things that parents could do. Whereas like, honestly, right now, when my 10 year old is playing video games, I just have to like cross my fingers and hope everything is okay because I don't really know what's going on and I don't have any way of particularly monitoring it. So I think Facebook was, was kind of... It was a good it was a good idea. And they at least were attempting to build in parental controls yeah, that par- more than other sites.
0: You're right. The parental controls thing for the, the Facebook Messenger for kids was actually a pretty cool um, piece to that. Uh, that, yeah. didn't, that said, that did not get me to jump up and say, here you go to my kids and, and sign okay. them up and get them started. Because, again, it's they not know. even necessarily about that. For me, it's about like I already have to fight. the the amount of screen time they're using, why would I add more to the mix? So in fact, remind me in a little bit that this ties directly into the Google, uh, digital being stuff that we'll bring up when that news comes up. So, okay. Right up my alley, by the way, I love this stuff anyway. So Facebook, (laughs) Facebook, it's, it's, it's trying to, to say to the teenagers, Hey, we're cool still. And whether that's working or not, uh, I'll just say it. I don't think it's working. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) moving on. Um, So next up, we've got this YouTube stuff. This YouTube stuff is actually pretty interesting. Um, YouTube has announced that they are launching YouTube music. But not only that, they are replacing YouTube Red with YouTube Premium. So we'll break this down. First, we'll talk about the YouTube music thing and what that means. And then we'll get into the changes with uh, YouTube Red. So... YouTube music. This is pretty interesting. So it's a new music streaming service called YouTube music, and it's going to uh, be a, a subscription. And what it is, mm-hmm. it's going to allow you to have um, uh, songs, playlists, official versions of millions and so- millions of songs, uh, albums artist radio, as well as, again, since this is YouTube, the music videos. So that's pretty cool. I actually think that's actually pretty cool. Uh, again, although who, who still watches music videos? I don't know. Maybe people do. Maybe people don't. I, I used to watch MTV. I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, this, this is one of those things yeah. where, again, lots of people are going to YouTube to watch uh, YouTube music. YouTube music, again, if you get YouTube Music, that it may, what it means is it now allows it to, um, uh, you, you have the ability to to download things. Well, let me let me move over to sorry. Let's use let's move over to uh, talk about YouTube Premium for a second here because the big announcement here, honestly, is that YouTube Red is translating itself and transforming itself over to become something called YouTube Premium. But nothing from YouTube Red is changing. You're not losing any of the YouTube Red abilities, which is the ability to have ad free playback in YouTube to have background play so that if you went out of the app, you could still listen or watch Uh, the ability to download the content from YouTube into the mobile apps, as well as their original series and movies that YouTube Red had. So all of that is being brought over to YouTube Premium. So you'd probably ask, well then what's the why are we calling it YouTube Premium instead of YouTube Red? It's because right. YouTube Premium, which is YouTube Red, now is now YouTube Premium and includes YouTube Music. So there's kind of the mind blowing like, oh, so YouTube premium includes YouTube music and is still, in fact, all of the stuff that you used to get with YouTube Red. Yes, that's exactly it. So that, that's the simplest way to understand it. Now, up till this point, uh, YouTube Red was $9.99 and YouTube premium is going to be eleven ninety nine. But here's the thing. If you already had YouTube Red and you go presumably sign up immediately before they transform it over to YouTube Premium, then you get to lock in that $9.99 price point and save $2 a month. So so I'm going to recap here. With YouTube Premium, which includes YouTube Music, you get ad-free music. You get to listen in the background. You get to download that music. Then the YouTube Red portion, which is now, again, Premium, you get the ad-free video you get the play in the background ability, you get to again download all of that content into your mobile apps and you get access to all the YouTube Originals content. So when they announced this, instantly my mind was like, okay, so YouTube just basically pulled a media play that's one part Spotify and one part Netflix. And it's yeah. bundled together into one monthly price, which even at 11.99 is I think possibly a great deal. And in fact, I <laughs> I'm being convinced by a lot of these big companies lately, because, again, as, as soon as they announced this, I went over and signed up for YouTube Red so that I would lock in that nine ninety nine price point, making it even more convincing to me. So what do you so, think? So about now
1: this? I think that I'm paying for Apple Music <laughs> for my family so they can share it, paying for Amazon Prime, Amazon Music. And now I'm going to have to pay for a third thing, and everybody keeps talking about cutting the cable and how we're going to be saving so much money and doing all this stuff. But really, all it means is I keep having to pay for new services like all over the place. Yeah, welcome to the so, world
0: we live in. I mean, you're the cable's yeah,
1: not looking so bad right yeah, now.
0: Yeah, the cable's not looking so bad right now because you can TiVo <laughs> your stuff and and you're good to go. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, if I was on Apple Music, which I'm not, or and again, I do I do have Amazon Prime, but I don't necessarily use their music service because oh,
1: I I do, yeah. So yeah,
0: but you know, I don't. Again, I don't know how much I'm going to use the YouTube Music section here, but I definitely liked the idea of YouTube Red and to have the music thrown in now, and especially now. Here's here's the clinker. I've been doing a lot more watching of YouTube content with my kids. On the big screen TV to be able to pay to remove those ads and then be able to um, do some of the downloads or play in the background. In other words, all the features cumulatively together is what is what won me over, including that home theater experience with YouTube.
1: You know what it'll be for me is how user friendly the app is, how intuitive it is, how easy it is to if they come out with a beautiful app for it. And or if the app that they're using is easy to get around with the music, I mean, how are they doing that? Is it going to be a separate app?
0: No, it's for it's, yeah. No, it's it's same app. Yeah, same everything. Huh. So See, it, that it, doesn't it,
1: excite it, me too much. I thought if they had like a new app that was just really super user friendly and beautiful, that would probably convince me.
0: Yeah. So. But
1: it doesn't uh, sound like it.
0: A little bit more about this. So YouTube Premium. Is going to be rolling out soon in all of the existing YouTube red markets. That includes the U.S. and a number of other places. I'll zip through them real quick. Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, South Korea, and then coming soon to Austria, Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Ireland, Italy, Norway, Russia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, and the United Kingdom. I can't believe I did that. So, wow. But there's more. So YouTube is also introducing new tools to manage your viewing experience, and this is, I think, great. Um, again, I'm not at this point where uh, this take a break thing – is going to make much difference in my life because I'm not sitting down on a mobile device and watching right. a lot. But uh, you're now going to be able to set this take a break reminder for those of us who who endlessly sit on YouTube for every 15, 30, 60, 90, or 180 minutes of consecutive viewing time, at which point you get a prompt that says, hey, go take a break. You know, so I, I wish that I could build this into uh, all my media, uh, Things you know, so what
1: I wish is I could get this notification, and then I'd be really great and do like, like Dustin Stout does this. He sets a certain amount of time for to take a break, and then he does push ups, he does some squats, he does some crunches, and then he goes back to work and then doing whatever. That would be great if I would do that. Yeah, but
0: in addition to this, Google announced this new feature called time watched profile, which is going to give you a better understanding of how much time you're spending on YouTube. So uh, and that for better or for worse, that's going to, you know, be an interesting stat for a lot of people, I'm sure. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, Yeah. one other thing, though, is that YouTube is testing incognito mode on the Android app. I really hope this comes to the iOS app soon because, you know, as marketers, we come across YouTube videos throughout the day, YouTube videos that, uh, you know, we want to watch. But again. That starts to play with our algorithm and what they then, hey, you watch this, you might want to watch this. And then the suggested videos start popping up inside of stuff. And then when you're watching it with other people, you've got these strange either marketing or this or that, the other type type videos. I would love to be able to, in my mobile app, turn on incognito mode or on desktop for that matter and be able to Mm -hmm. not have... Certain videos count towards what is then filtering through my algorithm. It's like when, uh, for example, kids don't pay attention, turn on Netflix and go into your profile instead of their own and start watching stuff. And then it, Netflix starts thinking you like all these kids shows. So it's like that. but yeah. with YouTube. That's the best way I can put it.
1: Now, Eric. You, <laughs> you asked me to remind you about how uh the Facebook thing ties into Google Wellbeing and so this this is all part of Google Wellbeing. So,
0: yes. Here's so, your chance. all right. So, Google uh being <laughs> or digital wellbeing, uh, I should say, is uh this one it's it's you can find out more about this by the way at wellbeing.google. It's it's this digital wellbeing Place it says, great technology should improve life, not distract from it. And this is basically they, they Google announced this at Google I/O. This is their big play to you know go by their own old motto, which is you know n- to not be evil. They're they're trying to go the opposite direction and help people have a better understanding of how they're interacting with technology and how it can be a benefit. For them. So again, this is like seeing how much time you're spending watching on YouTube, reminding yourself to take a break from YouTube, um, and much more. Being able to have, you know, Google Assistant uh, do things for you, as well as uh, Gmail, focus on the important stuff, clearing the clutter from your Google Photos, and and lots of other things. I really think you should check this out Uh, if you're in a digital lifestyle at all, which again, You're watching this show. You, you, you already are. Trust me. So there you go. Check it out at wellbeing.google and uh, let me know what you think. I'm, I'm really excited about the fact that they're putting this forward. This is actually unlike what Facebook did with their youth portal. This I think is actually well done. There you go.
1: I'm going to check it out just out of curiosity.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, so that is uh, our YouTube segment. Uh, I I hope that uh, that's been informative and helpful. Again, I think YouTube is doing some interesting things here.
1: Mm -hmm. I think so, too. And I I am interested in checking out the music and seeing how that compares to Amazon Music Unlimited.
0: Yeah. So, so. all right. Next up.
1: Facebook is debuting an update to ads reporting. So Facebook announced that they plan to roll out an updated version of ads reporting. They'll make it easier and faster to analyze ad performance. And this update should be coming out over the next month. And with this this update, you're going to be getting a new and improved ads reporting experience And admins are going to be able to analyze different dimensions of their ads, like age, gender, placement. And all of this is so that you can easily identify your best, your, well, you're going to be able to analyze those various dimensions, age, gender, placement, and then also identify your best performing ad creative. So, but the the part of this announcement that excites me the most is there... Right now, when you do ads, you can edit your ad set, you can edit your ad, but there's not a place to go edit the campaign structure. So now Facebook is adding admin's campaign structure to the side editing panel. Panel. So now you can see your campaign and edit it. Because before, if you decided to change your campaign objective or whatever, you had to basically start a brand new campaign. Okay. You couldn't edit it. And now you can, which is awesome. Because I change my mind sometimes, yeah. so this is really pretty exciting. And how does how does creative this compare? Reporting.
0: Yeah, how does this compare visually to what it used to look like? Uh, I uh, or is I mean, it's just such truly, a new feature that it really didn't have a visual representation prior to this.
1: I think that it looks like creative reporting is going to be some sort of new tab, and then okay. you can just very quickly click on click on the ad, and it'll pop up of. A, a, picture of your ad instead of going drilling down from the campaign to the ad set and then going over to the ads then clicking on the edit then then looking at it there it looks like it's going to be just one tab that you can quickly check on how the creative is doing so but i don't have it yet we don't have it at social media examiner so i i don't know yet i haven't been able to play around with it but i'm excited to
0: okay all right uh, in other news linkedin this is something that was found in the wild uh linkedin is reportedly adding the ability to follow hashtags those of us familiar with following hashtags on uh instagram this is something uh somewhat similar um, this was actually found by dave uh Musson and reported by dave Musson and reported by uh matt navara and this new tool offers a way to personalize your your linkedin feed so That'll that'll be pretty interesting. Again, for those of us who uh are familiar with LinkedIn or not LinkedIn, in, uh Instagram. Sorry. Instagram's hashtag following. We'll be able to personalize our LinkedIn feed by topic, adding in more content from topics. So there you go. And start
1: expecting a lot more hashtags on yeah. LinkedIn. Yes. Yeah. So well, I mean up, and that's cool. Yeah. Next up we have um, ooh, so these are dynamic ads dynamic lead gen ads for auto dealers. And how that works is um, Facebook has combined dynamic ads and lead gen ads for auto and introduced a new hybrid that enables automotive companies to use their vehicle catalog and upload their whole catalog to increase the relevance of their ads and then target potential car buyers. And with these new dynamic lead gen ads. It's a mouthful. Um, this will hopefully encourage potential buyers to complete a lead gen form that could be sent directly to CRM for a local sales rep to hit them up on the phone or whatever. But um, one thing I was thinking about this, this is you know obviously very niche and only if you're an auto sales, do, do you really care? But I've seen where Facebook has brought out features for auto dealers and then further extended it to other types of businesses or industries. So this could be a forerunner to something we'll see for other industries as well, which might be pretty interesting to combine a catalog with lead gen form. Like say you, you know, you want somebody to contact you about like, you could upload if you're a real estate agent, you can upload all of your houses that you have, you know, on MLS and then have also a lead gen form. So somebody can, you can contact somebody about, a particular home or something so i can see where this could be this could be expanded to other industries other than just the automotive industry
0: very cool uh next up yeah. instagram is experimenting with possible usage insights dashboard and comment features so again in what's becoming a recurring feature uh code found within the instagram android app Reveals that the company is testing a new usage insights dashboard, and that's going to show you the time spent on the platform. So that way you'll know how much time you're spending on Instagram. Uh, other things they're testing, though, is these new commenting interfaces and features, which include a, a commenting interface with a row of quick ad emojis, uh, a new oh. app button for quickly Uh, tagging friends and the ability to reply to a comment directly from within a notification without opening the Instagram app. I think those are all welcome uh, features. So go ahead. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Instagram, you know, if you're listening, go ahead and roll those out now. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Go for it. (laughs) So, um, Let's see, WhatsApp last. Okay, so last week we reported some WhatsApp changes to their group conversations, making it easier for admins to manage their groups. And uh, admins can change the group subject, the icon, description. And now there's going to be a new group catch up feature that shows messages in which you were mentioned. and you can also search for other people in the group. So people that do bi- big group chats with WhatsApp, which I don't, but I'm sure around the world, there's tons of people that do this. is their This is like the most popular messaging app anywhere in the rest of the world in the United States. So um, you'll be able to search the group for other users as well as get a catch up notification that shows any messages you're mentioned in. So it's cool. the WhatsApp news.
0: In our last piece of news, Twitter is limiting trolls, bots, and other behusive no, abusive (laughs) behavior. Uh, This is their latest attempt to improve the health of this public conversation on its platform. And the company is announcing that they are now using behavioral signals to identify harassers and limit the visibility of their tweets. And they've stated that in this test based on this new approach, that it's having a positive impact because they saw a resulting 4% drop in abuse reports and they saw an 8% fewer abuse reports from conversations. So- uh, they, they say some of the you know examples include if a, an account has not confirmed their email address, or if a person has signed up for multiple accounts simultaneously, or repeatedly tweets and mentions accounts that that don't follow them, etc. So it's a lot of that like shaky kind of you know stuff that we as people. If we knew that that stuff behind the scenes was happening, we'd say mm, they don't really know how to use Twitter. Right. You know, so it's, it's right. kind of a, an encouraging and confirming. Oh, OK. Yeah. If you guys behind the scenes know that's happening and you're paying attention to that, that actually does make me feel better as a, a Twitter user. So,
1: yeah, I, I agree.
0: I'm, I'm on board with this. So. Yeah. And that is our show. So as a reminder, you can find all the details, links, and notes on everything we discussed in today's episode on our social media marketing talk show recap. The show notes are found every Saturday at Social Media Examiner. You can go to socialmediaexaminer.com. You can even get there quicker by going slash category and then even slash weekly. But even just going every Saturday to socialmediaexaminer.com, you're going to find it. I want to say special thanks to Jeff C for handling the simulcasts. Thanks to Grace Duffy for producing our show. Thank you to Kim Reynolds for co-hosting the show. And I want to encourage you, like if you're listening to this as a podcast, join us live on Friday. Uh, We do the show every Friday with a live audience. We'd love to have you join in and interact while we do it. You can get it on your calendar by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. But if you can't make it, (laughs) Then we got you covered We've got it in iTunes We've got it in Google Play We've got it in Stitcher And the new episodes drop every Monday Make sure to subscribe And join us next week Friday, May 25th 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern And with that, I will say Have a great weekend And have uh, a great time on social And we'll see you next week
1: Bye guys, thank you Bye the Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com.
0: Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash updates.